Topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5-0-Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Hello and welcome to Phoenix 5-0-Info. I'm your host, Lieutenant Vince Lewis, with the Phoenix Police Public Affairs Bureau. We're coming to you from Phoenix Police Headquarters in downtown Phoenix, and I'm joined today by uh, a different co-host, Sergeant Brian Bauer, Public Information Sergeant with the Public Affairs Bureau. Welcome. Yours truly. And you brought a guest with us. You brought, uh, go ahead and introduce your. Yeah, absolutely. I brought a fellow Army soldier. Uh, It's going to be Officer Pat Justice. He's over at Transit, and I've known him for many years. We share a lot in common, specifically when it comes to Army and our career paths here in Phoenix Police Department. So Transit's uh, light rail rail transportation buses that and the like? Yeah, absolutely. It's all the uh, mass transportation aspects. Bus stops as well? Bus stops as well. Okay, yeah. Awesome. It's a critical component. I mean, it's it's your you, that's frontline community service and contact day to day. Well, especially coming back from the World Series and hosting uh, two of the games. I mean, you got a lot of people that come into town for large events, and transit is uh, especially ideal for those kind of conditions. Yeah. Aside from the airport, you're probably the next face they see as they start to arrive in Phoenix and do their do their business. Yeah, platforms are busy. You, you were talking. We were talking before the show. Um, uh, you make quite a few contacts. I uh, yes, we do. Um, our job in transit, we we contact a lot of people every day. Um, our job is to go out there in the city and just give the city the best product of what we have. You know, I, we want everybody to get to their point A and point B, their destinations safely. And our job in the transit unit is to is to, is to instill that, make to, make to try to make that happen. And we go out there and, and we do our jobs every day. You know, if bad guys got to go to jail, bad guys got to go to jail. You know, but we try to make the city safer for everybody to, you know, to use mass, mass transportation. We absolutely appreciate your, your, your work that you do out there, keeping us safe in the community, keeping our, our, our commuters safe and our visitors safe. But I want to take a second and thank each of you for your service to our country. To, to your prior military. So this right now, this time of year that we're recording is a uh, Veterans Day. So uh, and the reason why we brought you both here together is to talk about your experiences related to not only your, your service, but also how that translates to police work. Um, Pat, you were telling us a uh, little while ago about your experience and, and how you got into military and how you landed a cush assignment on the West Coast. Uh, do you remember what you were telling me? Can you go back and kind of recall that for us? So growing up, I'm, I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York, and growing up in New York, I've always, you know, visualized myself in California, you know, the old TV show, Starsky and Hutch, you know, emergency, things of that nature, and I always wanted to go. Um, but, of course, when you're young, you don't have any money to go over there, whatever case it be. So in my, how I grew up, I grew up in Brooklyn. It, it Back in the 80s, it was rough, you know, and I had to do something for myself to have to make a change for myself. Um, so I decided to join the military, and it's probably one of the best, it was the best uh, idea, best thing I've ever did in my life was to join the Army. It saved me, to be quite honest with you. Uh, my intent was to do three years and get out. Um, during my military, my first duty assignment was Fort Ord, California, which is in Monterey, and I've never been to a such a beautiful place like that. Uh, it, was, uh, it was an infantry unit. Uh, facility and uh, but I enjoyed it it was a lot of running a lot of physical fitness whatever the case may be um, I met a young lady out there and 36 years later she's still with me so it, it kind of guided me along to to, to to make me a better person and to um, and to grow as a man in the army and that's, that's exactly what I did I joined at 19 
and I just continued on, uh, continued on in the military. Um, I was a, um, a military policeman for the majority of my career. I had multiple assignments, uh, and everywhere I went, I, uh, my, my whole family came with me, and we actually enjoyed ourselves. You know, I love serving my country. Um, 20 plus years of serving my country, and now with the Phoenix Police Department serving my community. I can't, I can't make this up. This is, and nothing was really planned. It just happened the way it happened, and this is, that's how life is. Um, I'm a retired E7, Sergeant First Class, um, and throughout my military career, um, I've done a, you know, had a lot of jobs. I think the most defining job I had in the Army was being an Army recruiter, which taught me how to better communicate with people. Um, I always say 90, this job is 90% verbal, 10% hands-on. That's just my opinion. But if I can, you know, talk to an individual and get that individual to understand that, hey, you got to go to jail, or you know, or you have to go away, you you you, you just have to you have to talk to people like that. And I think the skill I got is I can talk to them and ask them nicely to leave the area. And nine times out of ten, they do, you know. Uh, but the other time, you know, of course, bad guys got to go to jail. We got to do what we have to do. But it. Um, I think it prevents a lot of fights by talking, mm -hmm. you know, and, and to be honest with you, it has. Mm -hmm. um, from the military aspect to the Phoenix Police aspect of this job, it's different. And the military is yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am, and I still do that to this day. Um, but it's just a different culture in the Army because we, we have to work together as a team. Just like here in the, in the Phoenix Swiss Department, we have to work together as a team. And transit is a really small unit and we work together as a team regardless of Whatever happens, we have to work together because um, if this if this officer can't do his uh, can't do his job, we can't do ours. You know, that's basically in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. um, in my honest opinion, um, what really changed me as an officer was the people who I met along my travels here as being a police officer. Uh, if I can go back, uh, Lenny Steiger's my first phase FTO, wonderful man, uh, taught me a lot. Uh, the Joe Mills taught me a lot, you know. Uh, the, the Dave Rath. Yeah, a Rath lot of names I'm recognizing. A lot of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah, names that are out there. The but, right, but in Maryville itself, and it, 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 it honed my skills as being a police officer. And all the people who I've named, um, you know, they, those guys, you, you just grab bits and pieces of what they can teach you, and then you have to combine it all and – you have to come out and just use what they gave you and be you. And I think that changed me quite a bit, yeah. you know. And um, I've been on almost 17 years, and I still look back as the first day I came on, and I and I love every minute of it, you know. So, But it, it's changed my career. It's changed my whole life, and, and I enjoy it. I love service to country, and I love service to community. And I don't think there was – I would never go back to, you know, I, I can't change it, and I love what I've done. Yeah. Well, we're talking with Army veteran uh, – Pat Jessis, 17 years on the Phoenix Police Department as an officer in transit. Uh, Sergeant Brower, uh, tell us a little bit about your service. Yeah, my service started when I was 17 years old, uh, going through high school over off uh, 35th Avenue in Bethany Home. That's kind of where I grew up. Same type of thing as a, a rougher neighborhood. I really do say that me joining the military kept me out of, out of trouble, and it, it kept me on a path that led me to being a successful person that I am today. So at 17, I signed the dotted line. I joined the Army. Uh, first duty station was over in Camp Casey, South Korea. Uh, at 18 years old, you're over in a whole different country. It really does put everything in perspective. And that's what I loved about the military is all the places I've traveled to, whether it was Fort Bragg, North Carolina, Iraq, Afghanistan, all these places really put the world in perspective for you. So after my four and a half, five years in the uh, active duty Army, 
I was ready to transition out. And kind of like Pat, um, I started my family five years into my career. I decided what was best for me at that time was being able to find something more stable and the Phoenix Police Department offered that stability uh, because I wouldn't have to travel around. We were already talking about the next deployment, um, going to Germany, all these other things while my wife would still be back here stateside. Uh, so as a brand new family, I wanted that stability that the Phoenix Police Department provided. And I've been very beneficial and been very humbled being a uh, Phoenix police officer for the last 15 years. Yeah, so a lot of folks draw those parallels between the, the military and law enforcement. Um, and when you're talking about the transition, um, we have a program uh, that, uh, that helps in that case, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of different resources out there. One of them is called the Skill Bridge. It's a Department of Defense program where it allows uh, military personnel on active duty sta uh, status the last six months of their uh, ETS day in their contract, they're allowed to work at a different business that was authorized by the DOD, and it allows them to still continue to be paid and insured through healthcare through the DOD while they're doing that six-month transition period. But the important thing to know is if you might fit that qualification, uh, the Phoenix Police Department takes about three months just to get your applications through. So just because you have a year left, it's never too early to begin that process. Start making those phone calls into the Phoenix Police Department Recruiting Center and start getting the application put out there so that you can have that nice, fluid, easy transition for your last six months. So, uh, Officer uh, Pat Jessis, what was it like for you transitioning from military to PD? And, and how did you come up with Phoenix as the, the place to be? So, um, during my my last, I guess, six years in the Army, I, I was fortunate to come out here to Phoenix, Arizona as an Army recruiter. Uh, so from 2000 to 2003. So when I came out here to Phoenix, I was like, wow, this is such a beautiful place. I, you know, in 2000, you raise kids, whatever the case may be. Um, once I finished my recruiting assignment here in Phoenix, I went down to Sierra Vista where I ultimately retired. But I always wanted to be a police officer. That was my, that was my whole goal. I, can, I accomplished my mission in the Army as being an MP, and I wanted to be an actual police officer. To be quite honest with you, I didn't care what agency hired me. I just wanted to be a police officer. That's how motivated I was. Um, I tested for three different agencies, and for whatever reason, I didn't make it through. And then for uh, for Phoenix, uh, maybe it was just stress when I tested for the other ones. But when Phoenix, I passed the test, and it, the rest is history. And you know, I had a lot of good times here. And you know, you have your ups and downs in any department. But you know, I was always focused and was always motivated to continue on. Um, and and that's how I am. You know, I'm I'm very happy to be a part of this organization. Um, I'm blessed at the fact that I was actually hired because there's two or three thousand other people at the time who wanted to be a police officer, but I got picked and I got chosen to go for, to go through it. And and I don't you know I don't miss now you know any of that. I mean how do I say it? The process was good, and I just enjoy being a police officer. Excellent. Yeah. Well, with a last name like Justice, yeah. you got to bring it, right? <laughs> I got to bring it. Yes. <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask you between the Army and the police department, would you say one is harder than the other? They're both equally challenging. Um, there are different uh, aspects of being in, in the military and then different aspects of being an actual Phoenix police officer. Um, I would have to say the Phoenix police department is is a little bit more challenging because there's so many aspects. You gotta, you gotta really um, pay attention to what you're doing out here. In the Army, we pretty much know where we're going. 
um, you know, and what we do on a daily basis. You know, we get a lot of downtime in the Army. Here in the Phoenix Police Department, there's not really a lot of downtime um, because you're constantly going from call to call to call. You have to be careful how you handle each call. You know, don't get complacent. You, your head's on a swivel. So you have to continuously do that every day. So I would think Phoenix is a little bit more challenging, but, you know, if you can get through Phoenix Police Department and come out here and, and do your job, I mean, you've just won the battle, you know, yeah. and, and, I, and I love being a police officer. Yeah, one of the things that I think we've talked about in the past is your threat assessment is different. When you, different. when you know where the front is or when you know where the danger areas are, uh, you can prepare yourself as you're heading in that way, in, in that direction where you find yourself in that environment. Um, unfortunately, in our circumstances, uh, you know, we go in with the best of intentions because we want to do well and help the community. But our threat level is so peaked that it could be anywhere. Yes. So, I mean, I've never served. And thank you again for your service. Yeah, I appreciate that. But uh, I, th I would imagine that's, a, that's one of the big differences. Yes, it is. It yeah, is. So. Absolutely. And if I can add on to it as well as everybody thinks uh, a veteran during Veterans Day and everything. But uh, I really think the family has a lot to do with it as well. So it's a, a learning curve, and it's also a cultural difference between the the families yeah. of police officers and family members of military personnel. Yeah, so thank parallel. them as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Pat Justice, can you give me your best 30-second pitch to uh, join the military and then become a police officer in Phoenix? My, my, my okay. I would when I would talk to people, I'll, I would if it's somebody of age, I would say, hey, listen, man, what are you doing? What, what are you doing with yourself right now? Nothing, just hanging out. I said, what do you see yourself at five years from now? What do you see yourself doing? How can I help you to get to that next level? That's how we'll talk to people, you know, whether it be a job, whether it be um, uh, medical care, whatever it case it be, but that's how I talk. And just find out what their goals and what they want to do with the rest of their lives. And if I can help them get there, I, I can get them there. Perfect. Thanks. Well, we uh, want to thank you again, uh, veteran and P Phoenix Police Officer Pat Justice, uh, Sergeant Brian Bauer. Thanks for joining me. I want to thank uh, my uh, producer, Pablo. I want to thank Bonneville for the time. And I want to thank you, the listener, and remind you that, as always, you can help fight crime in your community, potentially earn a cash reward, and remain completely anonymous by sending tips to Silent Witness. Visit silentwitness.org and call 480-WITNESS. Visit us at phoenix.gov police and follow us on all social media platforms. And until next time, remember, we're all in this together. And be safe out there. You've been listening to 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480-948-6377.